Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is Sheffield Live. Good afternoon and welcome to The Squeak. My name's Luke Crofts. Hi, James Hargreaves. And we're joined in the studio by our very special guest for this week, Mr. Neil Hargreaves. How are you doing? You all right? Thanks for having me. No, oh, thanks for thanks coming. for getting my out of bed. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we, we had to drag ourselves out of bed. Well, I'm, I'm speaking for myself now, actually, but I feel not great today. Uh, I'm feeling fine. We, we went out last night, didn't we, Luke? But I'm, I'm feeling fine. You're obviously a bit under the weather. Yeah, and I've got a bad back as well, which I've made worse from all of the partying last night. <laughs> all of the dancing that I didn't do in plug to yeah. Craig, Craig Charlie Charles on the DJ set. I, I saw you flipping some shapes at one bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever flipped any shapes in my life You were busting a move Oh yeah, maybe um, So yeah, I hope you're well out there today uh, Despite this awful weather, it's getting cold, isn't it? Yes, freezing Cold, wet Not No snow yet though, it has been forecast Yeah, it's coming There was some over Cumbria, wasn't there, this week? They had all the floods and then snow to top it off Yeah, it's not been a great week for the weather um, But we've not seen any of it, thankfully Apart, well, apart from the rain, but no snow um, So, Neil um, what are you doing here? Uh, I've literally no idea. I just got invited in, so I thought, yeah, I'll come and spend some time. But uh, not realising it, it was like early on a Sunday. But now I know, <laughs> I've, I've learnt my lesson. Um, yeah, well, when we first um, pitched the show, we were going to do it, or we were we were trying to aim for a 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Yeah. And I'm quite happy that that didn't come to fruition, yeah, that, to that be was quite a honest. bad move, wasn't it? <laughs> bad idea. Yeah. Uh, Sangeeta, the chief said, uh, oh, I don't think we've got a slot there. And I was oh, okay, we'll have to do it on a Sunday at two. Or oh, as this week one as it is now. Yeah, Paul um, Paul Sellers is not here. Um, I think he's in London. Um, yes, yeah. Mr. Eclectica. So we've got a special two hours. So hopefully we've got enough material. I'm missing his random vinyl already. He plays some uh, really random stuff, but it's cool. Eclectic, you could yeah. say. Yes, fun- funnily <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're on um, we're on the Twitter at the Squeak. Let us know if you're listening. We've got a few talking points today. It's been quite a busy week for the news, um, as in wide ranging. Um, wanted to start about social media because obviously we're we're all on social media. Neil, you're on social media a lot. Do you think? Yes. So, someone, someone said to me the other day that their <laughs> timeline is just me, which was like quite interesting. Well, I said to James, I went, has Neil got Twitter? And James was like, yes, he's got about <laughs> 80 Twitters. I have, but I don't really, I don't actively use Twitter that much. I, I'm pretty much a Facebook person, but I do get Facebook to automatically post whatever I post on Facebook on Twitter. Yeah, yeah that's it. And it just on, makes it easier. And, and then retweet the same tweet from every single account. <laughs> Shh, it, give me it, my secrets away. It boggles the mind. I've just got one and I don't really use it. Before we started doing the show, mm. um, I think about four people followed me and now I've got all these bands following me and stuff, which is nice. It's very boring, my account, though. Well, can tell them to send us some music to play as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll do that now. Actually, I'll tell you yeah. what. As a, you know, when you work, I work with bands, and like, uh, if you're in a band, 
and you, you obviously you're expected to be on Facebook and Twitter. Mm. You're now also spe- expected to be on Instagram, mm. on uh, Music Glue because you can't apply for certain festivals unless you subscribe to Music Glue. So like you've got that as well, and that's like a web page that you've got to update. Then you've got your website, and it's like there's too much, isn't there? Yeah, it's like there what, is. what's I mean, I I follow you too on on Facebook and whatnot, but they've got Instagram, they've got Tumblr, they've got yeah everything. It's like it must it must be just a job in itself. You too also have it people is. to do it for them, I guess. Yeah, like when you get that big, I, I don't imagine Bono's at home going through his Twitter feed. Hmm. No, maybe not. Yeah. Maybe uh, not. But yeah, you are expected to do so much as a band now. It's going to implode at some point, I think. It's already got to the point where, you know, to set up a band and then to like keep everything going and keep everything updated, it's like a full-time thing. It's mad. It's, it's not good. I don't like it. Well, you remember the days when the hardest thing to setting up a band was just trying to pick a name? <laughs> it still is. It yeah. still is because like, there's that many gone now. But Yeah. Well, the reason I bring it up, uh, I nearly forgot myself. Um, Ed Sheeran's said that he's quitting social media. So he's not going to have it. But then again, I suppose he's already made it, so he doesn't really need it as such. But he says he's taking a break um, because he's seeing the world through a screen and not through his eyes. That's very true. Yeah, mm. That's very true. Very relevant statement, I think. that. I think when you, you only have to go to a gig, for example, and you have to stand on your tiptoes to look over the, the sea of phones that are filming things like our James does, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. we'll not get onto that again. But, <laughs> but yeah, absolutely. I think um, he's put on his Instagram account, which is all pictures, um, he, he said he was taking the opportunity not to have to be anywhere and to travel the world. So I think he's... Uh, he's, in a, he's in a very fortunate position because... I'm on, like you said, I'm on social media quite a lot, all day, every day, pretty much. And I would like not to be. I would love the opportunity to come away from it for a month and just have a month off. But these days, in the business that I'm in, you can't. So you're obliged to sit on your social media at some point throughout the day and throughout the week, and it it doesn't have to press you. That's what I mean. I think some of it on there is just absolute garbage. Yeah. You get people sharing stuff that's just. Well, I, I remember and somebody once shared lots of pictures of them with uh, hot dog sausages, sellotaping <laughs> them to their fingers and things like that. Do you, I, re- I, do you remember that, Neil? Was that yeah. you, Neil? <laughs> <laughs> it was, but I, th- I think that was a, a f- where I used social media as a force for good because I was uh, educating people on how to c- cook hot dogs properly <laughs> with the use of gaffer tape and <laughs> flamethrowers. So how, how, do you, how do you cook the perfect hot dog then, Neil Hargreaves? If, you'll have to check out my Facebook feed for that because um, it's, there's a, a very intricate, detailed instruction manual. Well, what if Ed Sheeran wants to know? <laughs> Ed Sheeran will never have perfect hot dogs. He's had it. <laughs> His loss. Um, so, what, I mean, what's your take on, not not just from a musical sense then, but personally, what, I mean, have you had any funny experiences with social media that you think is worth talking about? I, th- I think I think generally I've, I've said before it's it's whatever you choose to use it for. But some people are quite depressing on there and put ridiculous things on all the time. Um, it, it's one of those things. There's there's people that it seems to me just sit at home on the sofa watching Coronation Street and X Factor constantly on Facebook. And it's like just get out, see the world, do something. Don't don't yeah, but live want, your life on on the internet. Yeah, but before the social media, they'd be sat watching. Coronation Street and X Factor, but there's the added, you know, social media now. So if you strip that away, they're still stopping anyway. So well, just before we get a backlash from X Factor and Coronation Street fans, we're not having a go at you. We're just, you know, pigeonholing you as social media users now. 
but you, you can't. I, I find myself doing it. You look at your phone and you'll you'll sort of just sort of go into another little world, and you'll not you'll not realise what's going on around you. you just bit, sit bit and look at all this rubbish. Bit dark. I know. Yeah. I think it's because I'm. It. I think it's because I'm not very well. <laughs> goes, anyway. goes into his own little world, and yeah. then the voices in his head tell him to do things. Yeah, I, th- I think um, there's, there's a lot to be said for you know, like when you're watching a movie or um, a new TV show on TV, which I don't do because I watch t- don't watch TV that much. But uh, I've seen where it's, it, it's now become a shared experience because you've got people all watching the same thing, sharing their opinions, and I think that's interesting. Now that's developed mm. over the last five years or so. Yeah, that's um, that's what they call trending. Isn't it? So you go on Twitter or whatever, or Facebook's got it now, and it yeah. shows you what people are talking about. Yeah. Like when you're watching, like, I'm a Celebrity, and you choose, you know, you want to win, and you were all watching an event together, and it is like you're sharing it. Yeah. So it's like it's like a shared experience from your, from your couch. You know, and given the growth in, like, all these big screen TVs and stuff, and not going to the cinema that much anymore, you know, you, everybody's kind of took to their own house now, aren't they? And they, like, they stop in and they share experiences online now. And I think, I think that's why... Um, Gogglebox has been a hit because whilst the concept is, you know, really cheap to produce, yeah, um, it's the idea of every 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 one of those couples or people watching the same show sharing it at the same time and getting all the different opinions of those people watching those different events take place. Yeah, definitely. I, I think uh, I'm going to do a new concept of filming me watching Gogglebox watching the telly. <laughs> do you know that <laughs> when when I watch it, you find yourself doing the same thing. You you're watching. You're watching it and making a comment, and then you think, oh, I'd be good on this show, me. I'd be yeah. right good. <laughs> but some of the characters on there, they're great. I, I, there's, uh, there's the old couple, Leon, and um, I can't yeah. remember her name, from, uh, from I think in Wales or somewhere. Yes, yeah, North Wales, near Merseyside. Well, that, that kind of area. That area it? of the country. They're, they're really great. And obviously, Steph and Dom have made a c- career out of it, somewhat. Mm-hmm. They, um, they were, well, they were on, um, did they on a BNB or a hotel or something? They were on four in a bed, I think. Yes, yeah. And then because they were such strong personalities, I think they were in a pilot for that and then it all got all took off and they were on that now. Yeah. The, the, that lady vicar that's on there, apparently I went to school with her, I can't remember it. Did you? Yeah. She gets quite... Um, well, this is another thing about social media. People can abuse people via the phones now through Twitter and whatnot and she, I think she gets a bit of, a bit of grief. Um, yeah, yeah. I, will, I, I stumbled across a Twitter, Twitter account and there were some really... Strange comments that people had made about a dog and stuff. Well, I saw this week that there's been an outcry over the fella. A uh, uh, fella was cleaning out the dog's ears whilst watching the telly, and really? they showed it on Gogglebox. I've not seen it, but I can't imagine that's pleasant viewing. Mm. Do you think? Do you think they'd live up to it a little bit now? Now they know what what people think about when they're watching them that they sort of act up a little bit I think inevitably you will, won't you? You're, you're always going to be conscious that the cameras there, and I, I, I'm guessing they're told. Uh, you know what programs to watch so that they can intersperse it with all the different clips of different people watching the same program. Yeah, they must do. Yeah, so, so I'd imagine you're going to be conscious of it, and once you're conscious of it, then you're going to you're going to act up a little bit, aren't you? Mm. Right. <laughs> that's that's that conversational cul-de-sac driven down, isn't it? <laughs> I think that's what you call a natural conclusion. <laughs> Um, right, so what's this first piece of music we've got then, James? The first piece of music, it was a band that uh, we saw myself and Neil went to the Frog and Parrot on Thursday uh, for Carl Maloney Presents. Well, I think we should talk about that a little bit more after the song. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this one uh, were the headliners of the night uh, from Barnsley originally, uh, and this new single of theirs is called 
follow you. Craig David, and he's having a rest today, apparently, because it's Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, that was four authors would follow you. And, uh, they, they've got a really big sound. They were playing uh, Frog and Parrow. What did you think to them, Neil, on, on Thursday night? I thought they were great. I thought, um, yeah, I told them on the night as well, they blew me away. Yeah, yeah. Genuinely, really, really happy with what they did. We are just saying they've got a lot on uh, on track, so a lot of electronic kind of backing, haven't they? And then they've got um, kind of the chorus uh, backing as well on track, and it just really fills out the sound. Yeah, makes makes a big difference. Yeah, I, no, I like them. I can't believe you've had that all, all these weeks and we've only just played it. Yeah, I've had that on disc for about, about four weeks and we've still not played it yet. We've got a little bit of a backlog of that. They, they did a, a cover of Uptown Funk as well, and normally I'm not a big covers guy, but they did it really well, didn't they? It's a t- it's a tough song. Um, it, it, the vocal in that song is mm. is quite difficult. Uh, Fleur East did a really good cover, didn't yeah. she, on yeah, X Factor? Yeah. Well, it's, ironically, it was a cover before the song was released. Yeah. So officially, it was a cover, but th- then it wasn't. And um, she d- she did she did it that well that he had to release it early, didn't he, for Christmas? Yes. Yeah. So um, just on X Factor, Craig David. Um, just for Dave, Dave's X Factor sing- <laughs> uh, se- um, 
segment. Um, he was on last night, Craig David. Apparently. apparently. I, I didn't see it because obviously we were all out, but apparently he was really good. Yeah. So, I'll have to watch that back. He was re-rewinding, as the crowd said, Bo Selector. Oh. <laughs> you should have quit while you were ahead. Um, what, what's your take on the X Factor? Don't watch it. Won't have anything to do with it. I don't like it at all. I'd, I'd rather go and see some uh, scruffy bands in a in a local bar, to be yeah. honest. And that's not because, well, it is. I just don't like X Factor. I just don't like it. It's, I think it's even if even if I agreed with it, which I don't really. Uh, I think that it's gone way past its sell by date now. It's yeah. gone well past its sell by date. And I think what annoys me is like if you're in a band these days and like you're really good, and it's like a good little local indie band, you'll get people coming up to you and like. That's really good. That you should go on X Factor when that's the actual opposite of what you want to be doing, mm. you know. And it just winds me up. So yeah, I don't have anything to do with it. I don't really watch it. What, what do you think of the Voice? Is that a similar kind of thing? Same, really. I don't, I don't like any competitions in music. To be fair, but that's just me. I think Voices. Um, it started off alright, but again, not bothered about it now. Mm. So, so that, that's going to ITV now, isn't it? So it's going to be yeah. in gaps with X Factor. I don't know. I mean, I definitely agree. It, it should have finished because it's sort of like. People are a bit sick of it now. Um, I think, as a as a singing competition, to find the best voice, then that works. But the problem is that's not entertaining enough. So that's why yeah. the voice has been scrapped because because not only can it just be about the singing because it's too too um, inane. Um, they then have to put some competition in. So yeah. somebody from each group had to go every week and then the wrong yeah. person ends up, well not the wrong person, but the best singer doesn't end up winning anyway. Yeah. So the whole idea falls on its face anyway, in my, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, but, I, I do get it. I mean, I, I, it's entertainment end of the day. So it's like, it's it should be harmless to like um, a local music scene, for example, or an up and coming band that wants to try and progress properly. But music's changed so much now that it's seen as the only way. So like you get youngsters now joining a band and, or even singer-songwriters that don't want to graft, they don't want to do it properly don't want to learn the craft and learn the trade they want instant fame overnight and then loads of money yeah but then they disappear after if you can like tell me X Factor winners well we, t- we went through them yesterday and yeah there's only probably three of, of the last how long has it been going 10, 11 ten, years 10 years of X Factor and before yeah. that there was 5 years of Pop Idol and there was Pop Stars before yeah. that where are they all where are all these people yeah. so it's, it's just it's like a, it's an entertainment show so it's like it is what it is but I don't mind that as long as it leaves proper gritty you know bands that are trying to make it and singer songwriters as long as they don't get the wrong idea on how to go about things and they, they put the graft in put the effort well do you remember fame academy that the bbc did as their rival to pop stars back in the day yeah and that, that for me that was much better because it was about writing songs and you had to play an instrument and there yeah. was all all that you had to put your production together yourself kind of thing and but that that kind of didn't take off it didn't catch on well i think with the bbc there's never been enough money yeah. Um, yeah. To to make it. Yeah. All round good. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't think of a better word there, but you know what I mean. All all the pizzazz that you get yeah. with the X Factor, the massive stage, yeah. the big stars. Yeah. Um, but I think did Lamar win uh, the Fame Academy? Uh, he came second, I think. He oh, came well. second to David Snedden, was it? Uh, I believe. I'd say I can't even tell you who won. And and Lamar's had a. He's not had a bad run of it, has he? No, but then it. again, he was one of the early ones. Will Young's not done bad, but he was the first. Yeah. Winner. Of pop idol, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 
Yeah, there's a few gone off into like Western musicals and stuff like that. But overall, it's yeah. not been great the, the success rate from it. So even though you know, to, to people starting out in music, it's seen as like an instant way to get fame and recognition and, and make it. In reality, it's not a, got any longevity and it's not got any proven track record in terms of you know the ability to actually go somewhere. Well, that's it. If you if you get the instant fame and the instant gratification, then you're instantly disposable as well. I don't think anybody has a kind of. Uh, Affection that they do for a band that's grafted up through the scene. Yeah, it is what it is. I just don't pay any attention to it now. Well, it's the final tonight. Okay. <laughs> so you, 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 I'm not watching it. I don't know who's well, in it. Or not. Well, I've I've been watching it on and off. Um, but there's a 17 year old on there who I think's going to win. She's got an unbelievable voice and she's she performs live every week and she's flawless. So I think she's probably going to win. So yeah, just get that one out there. And, uh, and just just for Dave as well uh, for his weekly segment, I, I believe Adele's singing on it. Is she apparently? I didn't know that. <laughs> I've just read it somewhere. <laughs> Let it me have a look true. now. Might not be true, but yeah. If it, if it's true, then we'll all go around to Dave and John's to watch it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> And you can come, Neil, as well, obviously. I <laughs> um, wonder what brand computer Adele's got. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if she did, wouldn't it? How good would that be? <laughs> She's probably got... Um, prob- yeah, no. Um, right. What I was going to say, uh, while we were talking about um, music, being a music show, obviously, um, Taylor Swift is trying to trademark... Have you seen this story? She's trying no. to trademark... I don't understand it myself. She's trying to trademark 1989, yeah, which is her album title, yeah, um, and she wants it. She wants to apply like a, a patent to the stylized form. In other words, anything that looks like her album cover, yeah. I mean, they've done it with 007, haven't they? Yeah. I don't see how she can do that. I, th- I think you can. You can uh, protect the the font style, can't you? And the imagery, but you can't protect the actual number. Well, if you ha- if you haven't seen it, it's essentially nine one nine eight nine done like done in marker pen. Yeah, it's nice that. So why you would stylize it? <laughs> I'm not quite. If you can call it stylized. Yeah, it does look like someone's just wrote on an iPhone with a marker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it does actually, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't. I can't imagine there's going to be people who were born in 1989 having to pay royalties to Taylor Swift. Well, that's what I'm concerned about, because I was born in 1989. Yeah. Oh, you're young then. Yeah, I know. You'd have to change your date of birth then, wouldn't you? To to appease Taylor Swift, you won't be able to use that anymore. Well, I'll just have to write it down in letters. (laughs) (laughs) When I write my date of birth down. I think, to be fair though, Taylor Swift can do anything she wants. Why do you like Taylor Swift? Yeah, I do. Who doesn't? Uh, that's the thing. I think she's got to be one of the most universally popular amongst men, women, children of yeah. all ages, grannies and stuff. Who doesn't like Taylor Swift? Everybody loves Taylor Swift. Yeah, I like her very much. And she's been a big advocate for, um, you know, back to basics with listening to music, buying music. Yeah, gigs. Paying, paying for music. Yeah, definitely. And I think she's great. I yeah. think she's got a lot to offer. She did, she did um, really well uh, against Apple Music, didn't she, when, when that launched and refused to have her music on until they, they increased the royalty payments, which then they bowed down to her. Yeah. And that's improved it for kind of all artists on there, even though they still don't get much money from it, but uh, she did well for that. Yeah. Big year, 1989. I, I loved 1989. It were like, uh, musically, it were fantastic. There were a lot of house music still kicking around, weren't there? Um, was it like Black Box and stuff like that were still yeah, around? Yeah, Black Box was number one. That yeah. Um, well, um, Berlin Wall came down in 1989. Yep. 
that was a big year, a big, uh, big year, big event. Um, the first Game Boy was launched in 1989. Oh wow, Tetris! I used to love Tetris. Yeah. The music in Tetris is it was yeah. like um, it was like hypnotic. Yeah, on it the music on on Game Boy. There was right a, on, a uh, dance remix on a bit as well that got played in Tetris. Nightclubs. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else happened in 1989? Ross was still around in 1989. Oh, there were the trolls. Remember the little trolls with the daft hair? Yeah, they're still going, aren't they? I believe people are still buying those and collecting them. Yeah, we can get them as key rings and stuff now. I remember the trolls, yeah. Um, Indie was indie sort of kicked off, didn't it? Stone Roses and, and bands like that. Yeah, yeah it, um, it were, I remember that as like being one of the greatest times in my life, I think. 1988 was the best, but 89 was like, it took some beating as well. There's some good stuff from Fangle and Cannibals kicking around as well. They, they were like hitting uh, form as well. A good, great band. Just sort of throw that out there. Fine Young, Fine Young Cannibals. Yeah. She drives remember. She drives me yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah. All them. They, Roland that's, Gift. Yeah. Yeah. Class. Great, song. great band. The Simpsons started in 1989. Yeah. Really badly animated as well, if you look back. Yeah, it was yeah. rubbish. <laughs> really bad. It was really Have cool. you ever seen the very first ones from the Tracy Ullman show? Yeah. I, I really didn't get Simpsons at first. It took me a while. Yeah, it weren't very funny. No, it weren't. It were badly drawn, badly animated, and just not funny. Yeah. So they found the feet eventually. And then lost it again. Kind of gone downhill in the last kind of five, ten years, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Right, so what's the next piece of music then? The next one we've got uh, Fizzy Blood. These these guys are on uh, DMF Digital Label, uh, five-piece rock and roll band, and they played... Leadmill last night, uh, alongside the likes of All Us on Drugs, Ryan Young, I Set the Sea on Fire, and Velcro Teddy Bears. We set seas on fire, as I like to call it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and this one's called I'm No Good.
So that's Fizzy Blood, and uh, as I say, they played at Leadmill last night. Unfortunately, I wasn't there to see them. I was looking forward to that gig as well, because all those on drugs were playing, and they're really good. Yeah. But yeah, um, last night was a bit of a weird one at, at Leadmill. It was DMF versus Clue Records, so there was, there was bands from kind of both labels playing almost against each other, I, I believe. Um, but yeah, uh, I set the sea on fire, and Velcro teddy bears were there as well. Yes. Decent lineup. What um, did you think of that one, Neil? All right, yeah. Don't mind them at all. Fizzy blood, yeah. Yeah, it's a bit, bit of a uh, weird kind of stop-start one, didn't it? Like, it like, finishes for a second halfway through. You think it's it's done, and then it starts up again. Yeah, I'm glad you warned me, because I would have panicked. <laughs> um, yeah, happy birthday, Faith Shaughnessy. Oh, yeah, we've been tweeted and told off. Our, our friend Faith, whose birthday we were out f- out for last night. It's not even a birthday. It's not until Tuesday. Yeah, but I suppose but we're this not is on our, our nearest show to... Yeah. Um, but yeah, we were out for her birthday last night, and uh, she's just shouted at us on on Twitter for uh, saying, "Am I getting a birthday shout out or what?" Yeah, yeah. For, forty-two years young on Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday for Tuesday, Faith. It's nearly yeah, as old as you, Neil. Well, you know, I feel old as well now. I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's hey. all that perving over Taylor Swift you're doing. <laughs> 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 hey, don't look Taylor Swift. Hey, at least, you're, at least you're not crippled. I'm 25 and can't move. Yeah, it's bad, that. It is bad. It's not good. A trip to, ooh, a trip to uh, Dr. O'Connell might be uh, might be uh, happening oh, soon. They'll tell you to just live with it. They'll say, what, you, what you're wasting my time for? Take some paracetamol and man up. That's what they'll say. I don't agree with that. Not Dr. O'Connell, but I mean <laughs> the, the painkillers thing. Because I think if you take painkillers, you're just numbing the pain and doing more damage. Yeah, yeah you can do, potentially, yeah. Yeah. But then painkillers don't really work that well for where your pain is at the bottom of your back. You mm. know, it don't really make that much difference. Well, it'd be it'd have to be um, it'd have to be anti-inflammatories, wouldn't it? Not painkillers. Yeah. It'd have yeah. to be like ibuprofens or something. Yeah, get some heat packs. Yeah. Slaps on your back. Rub, rub some deep heat on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. In the well, well, the music was on there. Neil went. They're, they're like big, uh, big panties. <laughs> oh yeah, can't wait to get some of them. Yeah, marvelous. Sexy beast. Neil knows because it's his normal attire. It is. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know when you were younger, did anyone uh, get told that toothpaste got rid of love bites if you rub toothpaste on your neck? I have heard that one. Have you? Yeah. It's like some, some get some really bad <laughs> medical advice from school children, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ray, Ray has just tweeted and said, Luke's suggestive lunge has put his back out. <laughs> what, well, tell us about your suggestive lunge, Luke. Right, I'll move on to the suggestive lunge. When I tell you, I actually put me back out, right? Putting my shoe on. Did you? Yeah, I've was got there some a banana new... in it. No, no, not this week. <laughs> I've, got, oh, I've got some new vans, right? Yeah. And I lace them up, and then I can't be bothered to unlace them and relace them. So I was sort of wiggling my foot to try and get it in like you do. And yeah. My back just popped. How weird. And then, oh, and then I went down to. Uh, Oh, it's actually an effort just to put my shoe on. Yeah. Um, and then I went down to face. We had a we had a night in on Tuesday and just watched had a pizza and watched some telly. Yeah. And I went to get the DVD remote and I had to sort of like because the back was I had to sort of do this. You won't be able to see because we're on radio. This works well on radio. <laughs> this is great radio. You see that, listeners? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Neil, I, I think you should describe for the listeners exactly what just happened. It, I, think, I don't think it was right. There was something very wrong about that movement. My, was, my, my brain's scarred forever now with that. It was sort you of can't one, see it. It was, it was sort of one foot in front and then one foot down, and then I sort of squatted to get, ooh, to get the remote. But Faith didn't realise what we were doing, and it was quite dark. So she saw it out of the corner of my eye. She's like, what, what are you doing? 
uh, freaked out a little bit. But, you know, um, the back was okay. I didn't, didn't pull it out anymore. But, yeah, um, that was what the suggestive lunge was about. So, so as, as we were speaking about Faith, we, we went out for her birthday last suggestive night. Lunges, yeah, suggestive lunges, I thought Suggestive lunges of Faith. We were out for her birthday last night. We went to plug, didn't we, for... Uh, it was a Craig Charles Funk and Soul Club. Mm. Well, what did you reckon to that last night, Luke? Um... <laughs> Uh, I actually preferred the guy that was on before, funnily enough. Andy H. Andy H was the Andy, Andy H is sick. He's, yeah. he's the best DJ I've ever seen. Yeah, he's really good. He's so good. But I, I loved it. The, the whole kind of vibe of Plug. I, I was a bit... I, I wasn't sure what to expect because normally I'd, I'd imagine Saturday night in a Plug is like a student-y type of night. And there were, there were lots of kind of even the older generation in for that one. Um... But I, I thought Craig Charles was great as well. I, I really enjoyed Andy Age, but Craig Charles played a, a, a mix of Superstition, which is like a dancehall version of it. Was it? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, Superstition's no, it, obviously it was, one of the best songs ever. It was good, I just think I'd had... Uh, suddenly, I, I think the amount I'd had to drink sort of just waved over me, and then I, I just sort of was very despondent after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this show, is, uh, what have I come into here? It's like it's dark. This is a dark place. So I think, I think you know, up until I was probably enjoying it. I just don't really remember it. That's probably the problem. Yeah, it was good though. Yeah, it was good. I've got message, um, oh, message flooded in. I think Nick enjoyed it anyway. Nick had a great time. He tweeted the plug and got a retweet. So yeah, the, the plug are really good. We have got to thank the plug as well for looking after us last night. Was, yeah, no, uh, it was brilliant. Really good. Excellent. Mm. Um, yeah. It was a good night, and I'm I'm normally in bed for sort of like ten o'clock. So, I you know I managed to stay up. Well, it was way beyond your bedtime when you went home last night. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, no, it was good. It was a good night. Um, I didn't even know he was a DJ. In fairness, no, he's done it for years, hasn't he? He's always been a DJ. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah he's been very heavily involved, especially in funk and soul, obviously. Mm. And he's a radio presenter as well. Yeah, yeah man of many talents. Well, I think. Uh, <laughs> I think it's one of those to look out for. If you're into funk and soul, then it's a night to go for. He's, he's round every few months, isn't he, at Plug? So. Yeah, yeah. So it's a night well worth going to, I think. Yeah, it'll be a late one, though, because he didn't come on till about 1 o'clock, did he? came on bang on 1. It's did like, it? you know, when you, you go to a gig and you're, like, waiting and you don't know when they're coming on. And I was like, I, I bet he comes on about 1 o'clock. And mm. bang on 1 o'clock, he came on. Yeah. Shouted a bit and then started playing some funk. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. You got you 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 got really near the front as well at one bit, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, got right into it. I got yeah. swept away with the moment. Ruin everyone's <laughs> experience like that <laughs> with his phone. And, uh, after good the DMF gig as well at Leadmill, Sam Christie from uh, Stop Drop Robot and uh, the guys from Velcro Teddy Bears and, and the Verils were all in. in didn't recognise Sam without his hat. <laughs> oh yeah, his, his little beanie hat. Transformed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they were all in, so it was like uh, there was a big band night out as well. Yeah, it was good, it was good. Um, so, uh, what else has been in the news? Well, we must um, we must address the really important issue that is the radicalisation of London. <laughs> Good old times. Donald Trump. Yes, uh, the imbecile um, that is running for the presidency in America. I can't believe some of the things he's come out with, because he's, he's a really successful businessman. It's but one of those. He, some of the stuff he comes out with, they're actually they were actually um, uh, speculating that he could be a secret agent for the other party, and that he's actually running um, just to, 
to damage the whole campaign. I, I just think he is that that kind of person, to be honest. He's, what, ridiculous? Yeah, he is. If you got comedy writers, you know, that write like in the loop or something like that, and got them to write a, a show about a, a silly presidential candidate, then he's the, he, he would be the product of that. Mm. It's ab- absolutely brilliant. It's hilarious. He's well, it, pro- pure comedy. My biggest belief um, <sighs> is... It, he said that some parts of London are so radicalised that the police are afraid for their own lives. Yeah. Did you see Boris Johnson's response to that? Yeah, he said, um, <laughs> he said, uh, actually, he, he, he came back with facts and figures and he said, you know, London, crime in London and New York have come down uh, in the last however many years. He said the only danger... Um, of going to New York would be the prospect of meeting Donald Trump. Yeah. <laughs> which, <laughs> Boris Johnson is just a, a great character, if not a bit crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's just been causing all sorts of controversy. He, he, he proposed uh, that America should ban Muslims Apparently, from entering yeah. the US in the wake of the attacks that have been happening and all sorts of s- stuff. I mean, what, what do you think? He's like the he's like the X Factor of politics. He's just entertainment. That's all it is. It's just like he'll say something and you just let everyone will laugh at it for a bit and then move on to the next one. I think it's. I'd like to say nobody would take him seriously, but in America, you never know. Oh, you? Well, the, 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 I mean, the thing is, you know, not having to go to America and, and Americans, but there are a lot of people. So yeah, yeah. there's going to be a lot of different uh, opinions and a lot of different takes on on the stuff that he comes out with, and you yeah. know. You see his political rallies and like there's people hooping and cheering for him and stuff, so uh, and agreeing with him. So yeah, so it's I don't know. People have laughed at um, future presidents before and future well, you know people that have gone on to power. And I kept an open when when he said he was going to run, I thought you know might not be a bad thing for America. Is you know he might turn in, do do good things with the economy because he's he's switched on business wise. Yeah, yeah. Um, but. I've sort of changed my mind a bit. And his a his very first opening speech when he announced he was running, he, he said that uh, he, he was having a go at the immigrants then from Mexico and said that he was oh, going to yeah. build a wall across the, the Mexican border and make Mexico pay for it. Yeah. Maybe he should. Maybe if he's listening today, we, he can he can go back to the 1989 part where the Berlin Wall came down and just just give a second thought about that idea. <laughs> I don't think it bother. He lives in a different world, don't he? He's, he's got that much money; he can do what he wants. He money must he can, do. He's, he's used to saying what he wants, and everyone just going, "Yes, Donald." So you know, different well, world. Well, Nicola Sturgeon sort of like um, backtracked. He was some sort of business ambassador or something. Yeah. Um, and he's put a lot of money in, into Scotland building. Sort of uh, golf courses. Well, and all he's the rest tried of it. to build a bol- golf course there for years and uh, come a- up against protests. I think it's one of the only times he's ever failed in in one of his business propositions. Well, I think he's been investing money, something like two hundred million pounds or something, mm. um, probably building up to getting that. And, and she's she's turned around and sort of disowned him now. Yeah, well, there's, there's like petitions to stop him coming to England and stuff like now, isn't there? So, well, I mean, if, if 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 I mean, he's not. He's not an official. He's not in an official capacity, is he? It, it works no. different in America, so he's not. Um, he's not got any diplomatic rights to come no, anywhere. No. You know, it's just he's just seen as race hate crime now. So he's like, which, enough. which, arguably, you, you, you yeah. I think you've got a case to say it is. So well, there's uh, there's been Tyson Fury this week. He's been investigated by the police for uh, mm, homophobic comments of, and whatever. everything. He don't so, seem to like anybody. That guy. <laughs> some of the stuff he's been saying. He's a bit of a, a mentalist. He's great value for. Uh, Great value for interviews and things like that, but what he says is just absurd sometimes. There's some things you just can't say. <laughs> <laughs> In- indeed. 
But yeah, if, if Tyson Fury has been investigated by the police for that, then surely Donald Trump's under the same kind of uh, yeah, banner. But, I, I, I forgot about the Mexico Mexico thing that he came out with. But um, in January, um, <laughs> just I mean, it's not funny, um, but well, it is in many ways. Uh, but Fox Fox had uh, Fox. There was a like a pundit or something or other on one of the news shows and he said um, in some parts of England there are whole Muslim cities like yeah. and he said Birmingham yeah, is one yeah. of these cities I'm like oh no it yeah. isn't they're just clueless I don't think they understand what happens Donald outside Trump's of the little bubble reiterated that as well he said it again this week and to back up his claim he's used the uh, the Bible that is Katie Hopkins in the Daily Mail oh the respected journalist yeah. Katie Hopkins yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so it's, it's the blind leading the blind if that's concerned. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, we need Russell Brand back on the case to put the right these wrongs, don't we? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I used to enjoy the truths. I can't believe he stopped doing it. It Really annoyed me that he stopped doing it. Yeah, it was good. Well, what did, what did you what did you make of him? Because I think I think his reputation probably held him back a little bit. I think I think some of the things he he said, um, I think some of the things he said were you know add, add credibility. Well, I can't help thinking that you two aren't listening. I've just got. I just got a text saying, "Why is who sings firework?" Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Yeah, I just realised I showed you a text there. Thanks. <laughs> 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 uh, with Katy Perry playing in the background, but I can't, look, we can't hear that, can we? It's a no. You haven't got the headphones on. It's, it's, right. it's, 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 it's a bed. Like a it's a bed that I put together when firework was in the charts in 2011, and got I just you. never made any new ones. I got you. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. just got just got a text you saying that that was playing in the background yeah. but it's intentional to those listeners that are hearing it yeah um, you can sing along if you want listeners just uh, yeah, ignore me- what we're saying and yeah because <laughs> what we're saying is generally rubbish yeah um, yeah sing along karaoke uh, there's no words on it have you seen that guy that um, created a firework video in an apple store yes he's possibly oh. one of the greatest ever creations what it's the actual a remake of the F- Katy Perry video yeah so he, he oh, no, basically went into an Apple store quite a few times by the looks of it and edited all the footage together but um, did kind of a webcam so you know when you go into Apple store and you've got like all the Macs and the yeah. laptops and stuff you can just go and play with them he just basically turned the webcam on and then just started dancing and singing to, to Firework and then collated <laughs> it all together it's, it's immense it's, it's it on YouTube very good yeah fantastic no I've not seen that you'll have to have a look at that then yeah um, check it out on YouTube it's great some people have got a lot of time in their hands that's all I'll say <laughs> that's, that's, where, that's where the internet comes again a force for good because yeah. like, we'd never have seen that without the internet yeah and the, yeah definitely sometimes it's good to see happy things on the internet not depressing things yeah man definitely yeah. Cats falling off boxes and things like that. <laughs> Onto spikes. Oh, I just... <laughs> I've impaled my foot on a spike. <laughs> 44 minutes. It's a good It's good for us, that. <laughs> That's the first Partridge reference of the day. <laughs> um, just on cats, um, there's a Twitter page called Emergency Kittens. Oh, yes, yeah. Emergency Kittens. It's heartwarming. Is it? <laughs> what, what is it? Um... Well, I'll show you, Neil. <laughs> Let me again. This is again great radio. Great for radio. <laughs> we've had we've had minds. We've had look at this internet webpage. You're just showing people texts and uh, and now Twitter. <laughs> well, you know, because all of the all of the people on Twitter will be following the squeak. Yeah, of course. Go click on your magnifying glass and search emergency kittens. All right, I will do that. I'll do it now. Hang on a second. So, um, <laughs> be listeners look, ca- cats, cats with <laughs> look. It's a cat sat with balloons. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the lovely cat. 
I don't like cats. Really? Yeah, I don't like them. I, you know, I, I don't like people that like them either. I like cats. It's pointless. And they, that, do you know what I don't like about them? Is Look at that. Look at that. Cat, gonna live it. Oh, cats yeah. having a lightsaber fight. Yeah, this is quite cool, actually. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, good, if everyone can just go on Facebook and search for emergency kittens and look along with us. Because whilst we're in. <laughs> it's like, it, it's like it, one of them storybooks <laughs> you get with a cassette in it. It's you it. have to read along. It's like, <laughs> now, now turn the page. <laughs> it's cut. <laughs> what? What's that mean? Is it like, there's kittens. Is that on the, is, is there an, is, is there <laughs> It's the Facebook emergency kit. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's oh, what I'm looking at. God, I haven't got that one. Uh, do you know what? I, I take it back to what I've said about cats. I'm going to get one and squash it into my fridge as well. Because uh, <laughs> that makes a comedy photo. But the reason the reason I saw a video... <laughs> as long as you can hand them back after. I saw a video on Facebook, right? And what there was a compilation of um, what, what, what these cat owners were doing. The cat yeah. was having something to eat and they put a cucumber on the floor behind yes. it. Oh, yes, they yes, absolutely yes. freak out. That's bit, what cats should be used for. I've been wanting to do it around at Faith's house but she never has any any produce. Take a cucumber well, with you well, to Faith's house. I know, but it will look a bit strange, that, won't it? Well, this will rock it up with a cucumber. <laughs> but it's, it's worth it when you see the, the reaction from the cats. That can be the title for this week's podcast, James. Suggestive lunges and cucumbers. <laughs> yeah. Episode 7 or whatever. It'd be interesting to hear from any cat owners out there that, that have cats that, that believe that their cat is loyal to them because they love them. Because I don't think they do. You, you need no, to speak to Faith. I, um, Faith is the biggest cat lady. Of yeah, but, the, yeah, but them cats aren't loyal because they go around Dave and Joe's house. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, they get... all do. They all do. They, just, they, just, they swan around whoever's going to give them some milk and fish and marmite or whatever they eat. And marmite. They, <laughs> milky marmite. Marmitey milk. And uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and that's it. They're not loyal. They don't care. I hate cats. Do you know I was I was brought up with cats and dogs, and I have to say I agree. Cats aren't loyal. Um, no. they, they, they only come to you when they want something. But exactly. Dogs dogs are a different beast. Cats when they, when they not when they don't want stroking, they don't want stroking. Do you know what I mean? But dogs will put up with it. And you never see a photo on the internet of a cat that's buried itself into a grave to be to sleep close to its owner. Do you? But you see that all the time with dogs. <laughs> all the time. Well, twice. <laughs> I've seen two different ones. Um. Yeah, so that, I don't know why cats came up. I, I, I do have a cat story, actually. Which, uh, really? Yeah. Tell me, tell me more. This, this was in the news this week where uh, somebody sent their cat an advent calendar <laughs> in the post, but addressed it to the cat. And then the cat wasn't in to receive the, receive it. So, it was so, around David Johnson's house getting some milk. Marmite milk. Mar- Mar- <laughs> so so they've had, they've had, the, the owners had to go to the post office to pick it up, but... Then they're not allowed to pick it up because the cat didn't have ID. So this, this, yeah, I've had that before. That's, cla- that's not classic. For me cat. That is yeah. absolute classic. That that tells you everything about cat owners' mentalities. That they're going to post the cat and hey. advent calendar firstly, and then secondly that they've got to go to the post office to pick up the parcel See. for the cat that the advent calendar they've sent to. It's like, what's See, going on, cat owners? Wh- why are you sending it in the name of the cat in the first place? <laughs> See, <laughs> See, I like cats. Um, but one thing about cat owners is, on Facebook or whatever, they'll have a picture of the cat as the profile picture. Oh, now, yeah, I find that strange. But, even stranger, I thought that's what I'd come across, and it wasn't. They'd actually set a profile up for their cat. Oh, my God. That's, yeah, that's going too far. What is all that about? I, I, I get really annoyed with new parents that do that. When, when the baby's born, they immediately put the, set them up a Facebook page. It's, it's ridiculous. At least Just, it's a human. 
Yeah. But you know, just hand over the password when they get to whatever 16 or something. You know? no. But you can't do that with a cat. It's just another profile to block from all the silly kid pictures. <laughs> I, I do believe something just pops then. I, I, I heard something explode. Probably the ratings. <laughs> yeah, the listenership. That's what that was. We've had a tweet from Faith who says that Beanie and Jess loved their mum. Yeah, that's, some uh, words are They don't. They don't. That's the thing. That's what cat owners believe. No, they don't. Yeah. Faith, they like Dave and Joe. You're next yeah. door neighbours. <laughs> she, she's probably typing that sat in the living room now, yeah. and, and Beanie's round eating some cat food. Yeah. That, that Joe's giving yeah. her next door. You're tweeting us, but Beanie and Jess are next door getting fed. Bless. Oh, it's awful. It's awful. We shouldn't be doing it, should we? No. No. Of course they do, Faith. Yeah. Of course they do. Indeed. Right. Shall we have some more music? Yes, to, please. Uh, just to get us back going. I must apologise because I've got a bit of a cold and my throat's, uh, throat keeps on croaking as well. So if you hear me sniffing or, or coughing, then that's why. It's all three of us today. Mm. Yeah. Um, but this next track is uh, a track from an old band that's got back together. Uh, it's New Model Soldier and this one's called Adrift. Adrift on the squeak. 93.2 FM. Give us a follow on Twitter.
Hi, my name is Billy Bragg, and you're listening to Sheffield Live on 93.2 FM. So that's New Model Soldier with a song called Adrift. And there's a story behind that. New Model Soldier, a band from kind of 20, 30 years ago, and they've just got back together um, and getting quite a good following as well. Um, but that is basically a charity single that they've recorded at Two Fly uh, that they're selling through Bandcamp, and all the proceeds are going to Calia Refugee Camp. And they're also doing a gig at Plug uh, called Rocking for Refugees with a Velcro teddy bears and uh, a, a decent lineup there. Yeah, free quite, entry. Quite a lot of bands on. Yeah, free entry. And all, uh, they just ask you to take stuff that uh, either cash or stuff that you can donate to the refugees that they'll take down to Cali. So uh, support that. That's on the uh, 17th of December at Plug. Um, now, on Thursday, uh, as I say, uh, myself and Neil went out on Thursday, but there was also uh, probably the shortest lived band of all time on Thursday, wasn't it, Neil? Uh, tell, tell us about the Cosmos. Well, the Cosmos are like a two-piece um, electronic indie project where I came up with the, the idea and the concept of creating a band with people that didn't want to be in it. <laughs> it, seemed um, to, it seemed to be a, a massive success then in that case. It went down really well. We got like 17-page likes in the first 12 minutes and stuff like that, and people were like getting into it. It's like really excited for the first gig. One guy got a taxi down to the Frog and Pirate to see this show. Uh, but I think that it fell down a little bit by the fact that 50% of the, the duo weren't aware of it and didn't want to be in the band. But I just thought it's an interesting artistic concept to, to create this this project and this band well I I thought it was real and I was interested in how it would turn out and yeah. actually um, it was my mate's birthday yeah the same night um, and he texted me out of the blue saying oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm meeting Tom in Frog and Parrot if you wanna if you wanna meet us I went unfortunately I can't make it tonight but there's a, there's a new duo on that I think you're really gonna enjoy yeah I think he would have done. And I haven't, I haven't, I haven't heard from him since. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. I think when I arrived there, and the other half of, the, of our duo was there, uh, I think the best word to describe it was livid. Um, <laughs> and when, when we arrived, and um, I think he made it really clear that he didn't want to be in the band anymore. So we, we ended up having to split up. So, so, so. The Cosmos, there was a, a disagreement Cosmos. over uh, Christmas jumpers, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, there was because I think that's what that's what took it to the next level. Because I think before it was not musically uh, a problem because I think we'd have got on well, you know, with uh, with his electronic influences and my indie background. But uh, when it came to the fact that he was wearing a Christmas jumper, that was it. You know, it, it was like <laughs> gloves were off. Can't be doing with that. I think, I think it's worth mentioning at this point. The other half of the duo was to be John Joe Keen. So this was a Neil Hargreaves John Joe Keen mashup. I I'm I'm really upset that it's now defunct. Um, well, you know, we might do a reunion tour sometime in the future. But I think earlier in the year we were talking about collaborating after tramlines and and actually really producing a track. And uh, he let me down on that as well. He didn't rock up for that. So I think he just wants to he just wants to do his own thing and go his own way, which I'm I'm a bit disappointed about. So I've I've uh, recruited a new member now anyway, Jack Galvin. So uh, he's he's on board. So it, we live, you know, we live to fight another day without John Joe, you know, sadly with his Christmas jumper. But you know, <laughs> I, I'm gonna make this band massive, and John Joe, you know, he's gonna live forever, wishing that he'd uh, stuck with it. Uh, John John Joe uh, was on that night. Uh, it was a decent lineup. Carl Maloney presents, wasn't it? And Carl had put it as a uh, Christmas jumper night, and I, I remember walking in and seeing Carl. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is Sheffield Live. (laughs) (laughs) We, We have to stick rigidly to the advert times. Every hour on the hour, <laughs> and, and we completely lost track of time then. So, it's... well, it, I, I, yeah, and w- thanks for that. But it was just my fault altogether. Yeah, um, but we were mentioning Carl Maloney and his Christmas jumper, and yeah. and what he'd done is it was obviously going to be a hot night, and he'd thought ahead, so he didn't wear anything under his jumper, and then uh, was, was sweating cobs, mm. and so couldn't take his jumper off. Yeah. Which then it just exacerbated the whole situation. That's a word and all. <laughs> I need to Google that one. <laughs> Um, so, Carl, ooh, Carl Maloney was doing his podcast, and uh, John Joe got mentioned, didn't he? And they were sort of giving him a bit of grief. Yeah. It, it, was, all, it was all a bit... Um... Well, the end of, end of Carl Maloney's last podcast, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was uh, it was hilarious. Yeah. But in a, in a very edgy way, mm. you know. But that's, that's a kid called Gareth, Gareth Arnold, who uh, I know and love. And, uh, yeah, he, he just uh, says it how it is. Yeah, well, it's all banter, isn't it? It's, it's definitely it's not only malicious. harmless. No, yeah. it, was, it was it was in good spirits, and I think they cleared it with John Joe before they released it. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, but yeah. Un- unlike the Cosmos, which uh, John Joe had no idea about until the evening. <laughs> it's, it, listen, it's an art project, and I think it, as an artistic piece of work, I'm very proud of that fact that he, he wasn't he wasn't aware of it. So in summary, um, basically, John Joe had got a gig, um, and Neil decided they were going to be a duo. Didn't tell John Joe, and then John Joe found out at the start of the gig. Yeah, and I think um, well, <laughs> just to clarify, yeah, he weren't happy about it, and I know he had, he's got this track called Eve where he's sampled his uh, his kid that says things like "I love you, Daddy" and stuff you, like that. Um, so I kind of <laughs> insisted that I were going to do the backing vocals on that that day, um, and he, he wasn't up for it. I think he wanted to use the original samples rather than me doing that. Um, you, you, what you impersonating his daughter? Yeah, so I, I was, <laughs> essentially I was going to just stand next to him, and then when it got to that bit, just go like. Duh, duh, duh. You daddy, like that, and uh, <laughs> they were having none of it, so you know, that's I think that's where the project started to fall apart. But it, it, don't you think it's um, like one of those things that everyone should be doing, like creating bands and including people that don't want to be in them? It's definitely a concept, yeah. it's a bit like concept radio that we've seemed to have got on like doing, <laughs> doing things that nobody can see yes. except for us. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd recommend anybody do that, especially in the local music scene. Just start a band up, you know, on Facebook and Twitter and stuff, and and get it going, get all the artwork done, and include members that don't want to be in it. That's why I thought it was real because you'd done all the work, you'd done yeah. loads of work around it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, for, for, for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was uh, that came. You, you and John Joe were both on X-rated, weren't you? The uh, Exposed magazine show on on Sheffield Live. That's right. Yeah, uh, and then. You went went out, and the, the name had uh, 
its origins in your meal, didn't it? Yeah, so we, went, we left the exposed session and uh, went up to Cosmos for lunch. And I just <laughs> thought, this is this is fate. You know, oh. there's me, John Joe, in Cosmos. We are the Cosmos. Um, but clearly, he uh, he was yet to find out. And when he did, he weren't happy. So, so, so what did he have to say about it? Um, get that Facebook page off now. <laughs> and then he, he actually reported the Facebook page to Facebook. Well, the video that you put on was hilarious. And I was trying to show one of my friends, but it, it, it disappeared. Yeah, I did, I did film some stuff on the night. And I posted it on Facebook as well while he was playing live. And I, <laughs> I was joining in with him but um, yeah. without him realising it. And uh, yeah, I thought it was good, good content and stuff. But you know, I've, I, he's threatened me with lawyers now, so it's like I'll back off and leave it alone and just get me new members in. So you know, yeah. don't want to mess with a powerhouse that is John Joe Keen and his legal team. You know, <laughs> rhymes. <laughs> John Joe Keen and his legal team. <laughs> he, he don't want to be in that group either. <laughs> oh, John Joe. Um, should we play John Joe? You, you could give him a spin if you want. Which one is it? It's Forever Glow we've got of John Joe's. Uh, yeah, let's uh, leave the mic faders up and sing along. Yeah, we could do, couldn't we? <laughs> yeah. I, I can't this, hear the track though. Is this the one he was doing on Thursday? Yeah, he's. he's, he's, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah, we we, uh, we filmed ourselves singing along to that and posted it on Facebook. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It went well as well. I thought it was, it was good. It's a shame you haven't got headphones and you could listen. Is your heart a foreign? How much have I got to pay? When we've lost our way Strangers fall in love When you can't find the words to say Strangers fall in love Common. 
John Joe Keen. Perfect low. What is he actually saying? I, I want to see your forever glow. I no, I want to see you forever glow. Oh. Yeah. Saying your forever oh, glow yeah. is a bit wrong. Yeah. I know, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll look at your one's forever glow. So he writes his own lyrics then? Apparently so, yeah. I don't know what just happened. So <laughs> something just went off in here. And... Oh dear! Can, oh. I, can I just? What we're doing an hour and ten minutes. I, mean, I haven't said anything about this, but <laughs> I just need to raise this uh, this aircon. <laughs> it's Chef alive. I'm not being funny, but it's like it's winter and. Is this aircon boy straight on me? <laughs> it's like a freezer. Are you cold? Yeah, it's freezing. See, I've never sat around that side. So I I've... never get cold, but that is like <laughs> icy cold, like proper icy cold. Just saying. Yeah. Well, so yeah, um, yeah. John Joe's a unique sound. I think he's a good producer. I think um, yeah, he should produce for other people like me. <clears throat> Just saying, but he won't. So I'd sing on one of his tracks. Wouldn't you, James? Yeah, I think oh, he's yeah. got to want you to sing on one of his tracks, so you can't yeah, just force uh, yourself. That bit's irrelevant. I, I want to do the backing. <laughs> I want to do the backing vocal for Evie. I love you, Daddy. Yeah. That, that, that's basically all. I, can. I love you, Daddy. I tell you what, when it, when uh, it's good that musicians do that, you know, because like when the kids grow up, they've got that to remember. They're, they're not not when he's dead or anything, but like to to look back on when they were try, you know children. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Dave Tingles just uh, just tweeted us and said he's just got in and he's now listening. And a bit late, Dave. Who's uh, that? Seventy minutes late. Yeah. Who's, Where, who's where's that? Been? Dave. Dave Tingles. Dave. It's, oh, uh, yeah. it's the guy that feeds Faith's cats. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so so our, our listenership has, has doubled now. Uh, <laughs> missed that, didn't you, James? Yes, I did. Uh, I didn't. <laughs> um, so. Right. So, well, so well, to recap for Dave, <laughs> basically we've done a visual concept of a radio show today, yeah. <laughs> complete with uh, suggestive lunges, um, freezing, freezing from the aircon. To be fair, though, we have got C- uh, a Corpsing. camera in the studio that's, that's pointing at us, but I think that's to stop us robbing anything. <laughs> it's more a security camera than it is a, a show camera. Yeah, it'd be good if they could do that, and then they I could see what we were doing. I, I brought the camera in today, and then forgot to set it up, so... I did notice, yeah. yeah. I was going to ask, but I thought, it was too late. Very um, absent-minded today. Yeah. Um, right, just on um, a completely different subject, uh, Christmas. It's it's a week and a bit away. Yep. Wow. It's it's come round quickly, Neil. Yeah. Um, oh, do you think Do you think Christmas is getting cheaper? As a, as a, on the whole, it's, it's what you make of it, isn't it? If you, if you if you're spending lots, then it's more expensive. Uh, but yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's well, back true. in the old days, people used to get an orange in a sock and be happy with that. See, socks I can live with because, uh, well, socks you need socks. Mm-hmm. Oranges, no. No, I'm not into oranges. They're too big. Yeah. Well, they're a nightmare to peel. Um, I'm on the road a lot, right, so peeling oranges are not the easiest thing, so I have to bite into the peel, which then is not mm, very tasty. That's not good. And then, through doing that, I've pierced one of the segments, so then I get orange juice. 
<laughs> I get I get orange juice on my fingers, and then I get the steering wheel all sticky, and then what? While you're driving? Yeah. Oh no, that's fatal. It does give uh, it does give extra purchase on on, <laughs> on <laughs> when I'm driving. You don't have to buy citrus air fresheners either. Well, yeah, <laughs> just make your hands smell nice. Yeah. If not yeah. a bit sticky, but I'd just rather have a banana. Do orange- easier. <laughs> Do you have, uh... well, you have to peel a banana, so there's... yeah, I know, but they're easier to peel, oh. and uh, the because when you peel an orange, you have loads of peel to discard. You just have one, uh, yeah, you know, banana skin. Yeah, that's... do you have? Uh, is the pips in oranges? Yes, is and I f- exactly. forgot that. It's not long since I've eaten an orange. I was like, oh, mm. this orange is all like. Oh, I can't believe that the stringy pips. stuff either. That's on oh, the outside yeah, yeah. of it. It's like oranges are pointless. Forget that. With yeah. the big oranges, yeah. no, none of that nonsense. So by the time I'd got into the orange, I just couldn't be bothered to eat it. You got to spit all the pips out. God, I mean that. Yeah, I've not had an orange for a long time. I'm not that fussed. I'll t- tell you what, I don't like, and I don't like. You know what really winds me up is watching someone eating one of them pomegranates with a stick. <laughs> what a cocktail stick! Yeah, what's all about that? It'd take you all day, that wouldn't it? What is all? Is it a pomegranate? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 What's yeah. the point? I like pomegranates. I used to buy pomegranates. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah. they're very fiddly, aren't they? What oh is yeah, the they're point? a pain. I think they, uh, these kind of foods are like it's fast food now. It's like let's not do that no more. Do you know what my dad used to eat? Right, just while we're on produce, um, he used to get a pink grapefruit, cut it in half, teaspoonful of sugar, and then eat the grapefruit like that. Yeah. Did he? Did he like scoop out a little tiny bit in the middle and put a cherry in it or something? No, I never did that. I nah, think could be weird. bothered. Dodger. <laughs> 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 No idea. <laughs> I thought you were going somewhere with yeah, that. Yeah, I did. I think, I don't know when I've seen that before. I think it was like a cure for a cold. It's a bit like, am I dreaming of that? I must have been dreaming. Well, I, I swear, I swear. Well, I'm you not, two I'm have both cold, got cold, so yeah, you should, should have a no, I swear I've seen something like that before. <laughs> Call yeah. in if anyone knows. Yeah, get, get, get yeah. us on the Twitter. Tweet us at the squeak, T-H-E-S-Q-W-E-E-K. Well, we, we alluded to it a couple of weeks ago, but Black Friday last year was massive. Yeah. And they're saying this year it's not really done anything in terms oh, of money. I loved it this year. And I've never got involved before. But there was a, there was a cinema camera, you know, like that you film movies on. And it's normally about five grand. And it went down to two grand. And, really? Uh, yeah. And I was like, wow, this is it. This is the time I buy it. And uh, I went out, got a little bit merry. And came back at two minutes past twelve, past midnight, and tried to buy it while I'd had a beer in the hotel, and it had gone. Really? It had got, I was gutted, and it's gone back up to five grand now. Yeah. You snooze, you lose. I could have bought two of them, sold one of them for like four grand, and essentially got myself a free one. If that yeah. makes sense. And some money. Yeah. Uh, on top of it, yeah. 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 And Black Friday, it's like, I think in bricks and mortar retail stores, it, it's been a lot less this year but yeah. the likes of Amazon and, and they, they sold they had their biggest sales day ever I think on well, Friday yeah well we were saying um, the retailers I think have toned down a little bit and Asda have not participated this year yeah they they helped bring it over here yeah got, got Ameri- the, American yeah, American owned got the hassle for people punching each other to get a TV and then, and then stopped out. yeah there, there were some great deals really really good I spent quite a bit I must have spent about a grand on Black Friday just on like musical stuff well, maybe in this in this studio we're sort of like not the not the average Joe when it comes to Christmas, but they reckon it's getting cheaper. Um, certainly, food's getting cheaper because I think food's in decline anyway because of what, trade wars in Russia and whatever else. Um, but apparently, a decade ago, the Christmas dinner, um, well, not the 
dinner, but all of the food that you buy for Christmas was yeah. about 138 quid. Yeah. And now they're saying it's 100, 100, just over 100 quid. There's an advert currently, I think it's Lidl, and it says everything you need for Christmas for 70 quid. Really? And it shows the, like the bundle that you get if you yeah. went to buy that specific, that, those items, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, it's probably true, I don't know. But like, there's a lot more discount retailers now, isn't there? Like Lidl and Aldi yeah. and Aldi, stuff. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, but... Yeah. but it's a nice concept, but I just can't be bothered with going in there, shopping, putting everything in a basket, then taking it out of the basket to check out, to put it back in the basket, to then go to another stand. Oh, no, you can't do that. You can't take your basket. You can take your trolley, but you can't take your basket. It's, it's just ridiculous. Just let let me do my shopping the way I want to. Yeah, what are you talking about? Have you ever, ever shopped in Aldi? No, no. You, you get, what, you get what, your yeah. trolley, yeah. you go around, put everything in your trolley, get to the checkout, then you yeah. take it out, put it on the checkout, then they put it back into a trolley, then you have to take it to the stand behind and then pack your bags. Oh. But, in fairness, if you're good at Morrison's at Hillsborough, you'll be queuing for about 30 minutes. Aldi, you go through, they scan it all, put it back yeah. in the trolley, you bag it up, and you're out. Yeah. So it is a lot quicker. It's it's a bit more fiddly, um, but yeah. you're not waiting ages for some, I, I don't somebody agree with to... It. It's, it's, it's not on my list of things I want to do. Not no, that no, shopping no. is on my list of things I want to do. I never go shopping. No, I, d- I don't like food shopping. I've been worked in retail all this time. I, 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 it's the one thing I don't want to do on my day off. But yeah. um, y- you do get out quickly if you've got it Aldi. Or you could just sit at home like me, order it on like Tesco or, or whatever online. Well, that's the way... And have it, it, have it brought to your door. Yeah, that's the way it's going. Um, internet shopping is, is in, in grocery retail is one of the biggest growth areas yeah. one of the things that's pleased me this year is same day deliveries have started now so like if you fancy something from Argos or, or Amazon or whatever uh, they bring it to you there and then well, same Amazon, day Amazon yeah, have just started uh, in America if you're an Amazon Prime member and you pay a bit extra for delivery they will deliver beer to you within the hour yeah yeah within an hour <laughs> where's that? in, in New York I think they've really? started doing it yeah they, they will there's lots of things that they'll deliver within an hour, and beer happens to be one of them. So if if you want a drink, then you just happy days. Yeah, yeah but it's a, it's extra. a different it's a different culture because you can go through drive-throughs and that over there. Australia, yeah. you've got drive-throughs, you've got everything. Yeah, yeah, true. Which is crazy. True. See, I told you. So, like, what's that you're looking at on, online? This is we've just been uh, tweeted a picture of a grapefruit with a cherry in it. That's it. That's what I've seen. But I, I've yeah, but I'm not being funny. If you Google a grapefruit with a cherry. You, you, that's no, what you're going to find. I think that were a traditional remedy for colds and coughs and stuff is you got a grapefruit with a cherry and then some Alka-Seltzer or something. And I don't know where I've seen it. It must be a 1970s thing or something when I was a baby. It looks very retro. Yeah, very. Well, the the, uh, the internet address for it is bhucare.com, so maybe it is a medical thing. I don't it know. is, yeah. yeah. So. Very, very good for you, so I'd recommend that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to retweet that for everybody who... Who wants to see a picture of a grapefruit with a cherry? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Yeah, so, so if you're following us at the Squeak, you you could you too could get involved in our our visual radio concept this week. That's great. That, I'm a uh, grapefruit. <laughs> great. <coughs> well, coming back oh, to the cost of Christmas. Um, games consoles. Would you have said they've gone up? Yeah, but yeah, massively. Absolute massive, yeah, because they have. They, I think when, well, well, in terms of cost, yeah, I think in terms of percentage of how much you earn as well. Because I think Mega Drives were what they 125 quid or something when they were out. Yeah, well, but I think if you take inflation into account, I, don't oh, know, I think I, they've gone down a bit. No, they I have. Don't. They Do have. You reckon? Well, I have because I've got it here. Well, all right, That's what I'm using. <laughs> um, it don't feel like it. It's like how much is a Xbox One now? Well, quid. 
Yeah. About 300 quid, yeah. Between 260 and 300 quid. Yeah. Um, the Amstrad CPC, um, which was £187 <sighs> back in 1985, yeah. um, today's price, it would be 508 quid. Mm, fair enough. That, that were quite groundbreaking, that one, though. Yeah. I think when you look at, like, your Mega Drives onwards, like, what what were before your PS2? The PlayStation. PlayStation, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the PS1. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, you I, had, was, I was thought they were a bit cheaper. Well, you had your Nintendo you, 64, didn't you? Yeah, yeah it was Nintendo which, 64, Sega Saturn, PlayStation. Yeah, I had um, I had a Sega. It, uh, you put the cassettes in the top, and it had Alex the Kid on it. Oh, oh Master yeah, yeah. System. That was it. That's they were, they were good. Yeah. They were great. yeah, they were good. If you consider games as well, the price of games has stayed roughly the same for, throughout my entire life. Games were like fifty quid when I. When mm. I was a kid, and now they're still fifty quid to buy. So taking yeah. inflation into account, you're getting a bargain compared to years ago. Yeah, I need to play mine more. I bought one recently, and I've not really touched it in the last few weeks. I, I used to have one when I was a kid, and then as I grew up, I bought a PS3, and I never used it. So I just got rid of it. Yeah, but I just I, I, what I'd used to find is I'd sit and play it, and then the day'd disappear. Yeah, oh, that's the worst. Yeah, thing. yeah. The, like Championship Manager. Yeah, the old yeah, PC yeah. games of Championship Manager and Civilization. Yeah. Used to just eat away my life. Command and Conquer. Yeah. But yeah, I've got, I've got a PlayStation 4 and I, I can't sing its praises enough. It, it's literally on every single day, whether it's to watch something on Netflix or iPlayer or whatever. Yeah. Uh, or to play a game. Like the new Star Wars, which is awesome. It is really good. So, so, so you, do you feel like it's got cheaper for you this, this year or do you think it's on a steady incline? What do you think? I've not spent anything, so it has for me. <laughs> yeah. Bought nothing so far. Yeah, um, I've not even considered it to be honest. I well, I've done all mine. I left mine until Christmas week last year, and it was just bedlam. So I just did it early and got it out of the way. Yeah, wrapped them all. That's it. Yeah, done. That's Fair. it. There's no trips to Meadow Hall on, on Christmas. Absolutely Eve. not. Yeah, no way. A nightmare. Not in December. Yeah, I went a couple of weeks ago. It was busy enough then. I'm. I'm well, friends of mine went Friday night after work. Ooh, that oh. must have been awful. Yeah. Well, it were because they checked in at the new Weatherspoon, so it must have been quite stressful. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, Christmas shopping, are you? Yeah. Don't they open till, like, midnight or something on, on run-up to Christmas? Uh, I think it's 10 o'clock. Like 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock yeah. Because yeah. I've been at, like, half past nine, quarter to ten before. It's not been too bad. <laughs> oh, we we got a tweet from... from our yeah. good friend Carl Maloney, he says says he's going in and he has actually got himself a grapefruit with a cherry. That doesn't look like a grapefruit, to it, be fair. It looks it, like a heart transplant. I was going to say it looks like something else. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's a pink grapefruit, I think. Carl, what are you doing? <laughs> Should be kebab meat, that, at this time of day. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. He's, he's going uh, to follow up with a review. Uh, <laughs> what, what we need to know, Carl, does, does it cure your cold, is what we need to know. I forget the coals. What what can I do for me back? Yeah, I don't want we, big we panties. Some, we need some hints and tips. Yeah. We? maybe yeah, we yeah. could make it a segment, ailment segment. Yeah, we used to do that on my old show. We had a we had a. He weren't a doctor. He was like a uh, an emergency practitioner or something. And we we it was called Alistair, so we'd call him not Doctor Alistair. And that became <laughs> because it was like it was like you know I know it's funny, but we can't. I'm not a doctor, so it can't be like medical yeah. advice. So, yeah. so that was the segment, not Dr. Alistair. <laughs> and he's got another show now on a Thursday. Music show, incidentally. Yeah. But, uh, I wonder yeah. what he'd suggest for your bad back. Probably, you know, rest and, and heat pads, like you said. Yeah. There's not a lot you can do for back or, pain, is there? No, there's not. No. It's like oh, boiling up. Or man up. 
All right, Dr. O'Connell. <laughs> I, I, I think we should have uh, an agony ant section. I think we should have Dr. O'Connell. Yeah, yeah, bring Dr. He's a GP, so he doesn't work evenings and weekends. He'd be able to do the show, wouldn't he? Not yet, anyway. Yeah, well, yeah. Tory government, who, just saying. Politics. Um, uh, impartial as ever. Um, can we have another music song? Yes, we, we can. Uh, we got another track from DMF Digital, who are a record label based out of Sheffield. Our very good friends, DMF Digital. Yeah. Uh, and this is an alt-rock five-piece from Sheffield. Their new single's out now uh, on DMF. You can get on iTunes and everything. Dead Set Dream in the Fall.
The Max Chance Show is now at a new time. 5 to 6 p.m. Tuesdays. Hear unusual music and comedy. What a great advert. <laughs> Every Tuesday, 5 to 6 p.m. Unusual music and comedy. Brilliant. Great guy, Dale Lefebvre. He came with me to watch... Um, you know that, that gig you said you were coming to and then you didn't? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. The, uh, the, the Danny Pietnik. <laughs> yeah, he came to that one and uh, I've not seen him for about three or four years. Really good guy. Yeah. Interesting show as well. well it sounds it from mm. the advert. Mm. <laughs> A diverse range of music. Indeed. Well, just before that, we played Dead Set Dream and that one's called The Fall. Um, right, just uh, we're, we're on ninety three point two FM. We're not on digital. We are on the internet. But how many people have a radio these days? I've got one. I've shown you my radio. Mine's like it's one that I inherited from my dad from probably like the nineteen eighties, yeah. and it's a right beast. And it's still got a cassette player in the yeah. middle. Um, what was the first cassette or music you ever bought? First, can you remember the first cassette? The, f- the I first ever song or cassette single? single. I, I think it was Jimmy Somerville. To love somebody on, on cassette single, How cassette singles they used to do yeah. cassette singles. Yeah, I think well, like one ninety nine is one fifty yeah. or something, isn't it? No, I think I think at the same time I bought Status Quo's Anniversary Waltz Part One. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> well, mine was. Uh, I was young. My, I, I I think I got mine when we went on a family holiday in Turkey in nineteen ninety seven, and it was Spice Girls to become one. Was it? I used to like the Spice Girls when yeah, I was little. Yeah, me too. Man. Mm. Girl power. Which one was your favourite? Uh, I didn't really have a favourite I liked them all I, I sit on the fence <laughs> with that one I don't know really I didn't like I didn't like Posh Spice much no, and that um, Jerry Halliwell no, oh, no I liked her she was my favourite was it yeah, yeah. Oh, a bit odd I, yeah. I don't know I think it was that um, the blonde one Emma Bunting Emma Bunting yeah, Baby Spice yeah. 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 yeah she were cool they were good when they came out then weren't they for a bit they were actually they were like really good they had yeah, their own movie. They were they? massive. As they well. were they were very big. So what, what was the first uh, music you bought, Neil, back in the nineteen tens? First was. cassette, Neil. Hardy's. Yeah, the first cassette. I, it, I can remember it. It was Boxing Day, uh, and my granddad gave me some money to to uh, for me for Christmas, and I went up to W H Smith, I think it was up Handsworth, and I, I remember walking, and it took me hours, literally hours, to go and buy this cassette. And uh, I can't remember what it was. <laughs> <laughs> and, sorry, sorry about that. Another one of gone. those stories, same time next week. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I don't. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was uh, Paul Young. It was Paul Young album that got to number one. Love of the Common People. No, I think it was called No Parley, the album. Uh, but he had that on it. And uh, yeah, I went and bought that. And it, that was like, I remember walking back with it, holding it in hand and looking at it like you could used to with physical yeah. copies of music, yeah. you know, and just getting right into it and getting back, putting the cassette on. Pulling out the sleeve out of the cassette and then opening it all up, it all wrapped up and then like into this and then just reading all the lyrics and all the sleeve notes and looking at the photos while they were playing and that. There's a funny kind of synergy to that because the first uh, music act I ever saw live was Paul Young. Was really? it? Yeah, at the City Hall. And and you, Neil, won the tickets on like Radio Hallam or something. Did I? Yeah, and didn't go. So I went. I literally don't remember that. Yeah, huh. it was it was back in the time where you used to ring Radio Hallam's phone in, 
and uh, it's Roger. Use use the pseudonym of Roger, Roger. which then, then became Roger the Imposter. Yeah, because the host was also called Roger, wasn't he? So Roger so Kirk. You were really uh, you really thought about what you were going to call yourself. Yeah, I had, I had a number of characters that I used to ring up um, local phonings and as the characters, and uh, they all had a backstory and they all had like a certain amount of detail that I drop. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we had some oh. right exploits. I remember for that. that that show. I'd, <laughs> it had actually had a, a marketing campaign to try and find out who is Roger the Imposter. Well, it got shut down one night because <laughs> uh, I got someone to ring up, um, just ring this phone in from downstairs, right? and it was, this was the day when you could just pick your extension up. You know, oh, on your yeah. landline. So they, they were ringing up and they were talking about whatever the phoning topic of conversation was. And I just like sneaked upstairs, picked the upstairs phone up, and went like, "Hey, I'm Roger here. I've managed to tap into your telephone lines." And they, they freaked out because they didn't know what was going off because they got this person talking about balloons or whatever it was. And then this all of a sudden this click, and then this like this strange Roger character had hacked. How did you do that? So like you know you know like um, there's like a phone in so yeah. I did present it be like ring up if you want to talk about balloons so like I got this person to ring like ring up from downstairs on the on the oh, downstairs and then I went upstairs picked the extension up oh, and then right. sort of talked over them like it's Roger <laughs> I've tapped into your phones and like they're like oh we're just going to adverts and like oh yeah and then they were like a manhunt for for whoever this imposter I, was. I believe there was a convoluted backstory of of Roger the imposter being uh, disabled and living. In an upstairs flat. That's and, right. And he couldn't get rehomed. Yeah, there was that. And then um, the, the thing that did it was when the TV license man came around and, and pushed his <laughs> way into my house to try and find my TV, saying that I'd not paid for my license. Oh, uh, but I didn't own a TV, that's the thing. Oh. So like, it all kicked off. Radio Gold. Well, yeah. I think you should always talk in that Prince Charles voice. It's great. <laughs> 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 Probably thought it would Charles ring it up. Like, well, I, I, I remember years ago when Neil stopped drinking for for about fifteen years. But but before he stopped, there was a time where he did used to speak like that regularly when he was drunk. <laughs> do, do you not do any voices, James? Because I do the X Factor voiceover man, uh, and Neil does Prince Charles. All, all I do is John Joaquin's backing vocals for I Evie. love you, Daddy. I, I love you, Daddy. <laughs> that's, that's all I can do. Oh, it's a bit disturbing. <laughs> all right. Well, well we, we've got a review in from Carl. He's uh, had his grapefruit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Neil's just had a, a breakdown. James is not far behind. <laughs> this is Radio Gold. Uh, <laughs> Carl's had his grapefruit and he says it hasn't helped his flu symptoms but it has made him ridiculously horny. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, and uh, a tweet as well from Nick Rossi who says uh, he's, he's sent a picture uh, saying for you particularly Luke this is what you need for back pain and it's a picture of soothing lavender wheat wrap. I don't think you eat it. I think you put it on your back. Heat it up. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. RRP, £8. Oh, but actual price, two ninety nine. Bargain. Yeah. So hopefully so, that'll sort so there me you out. Go. Uh, but yeah, thanks, Carl, for that uh, review of <laughs> your, your grapefruit. I, I, don't, I don't get the notification. I can't see it. Why can't I see it? What's that? The, the thing. On your Twitter? That he's just put on. Oh, where's you sent it to? James? Sent, sent it to the squeak. Oh, right, but... Yeah, you can see it, but I can't see it. Oh, right. Is that... 
Well, I mean, I can physically see it on your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> it's all very complicated. But I can't Again, see it. great radio. <laughs> I am absolutely freezing. I'm putting my coat on. You've, I can see your nipples. <laughs> <laughs> through yeah, I'll put your my t-shirt back on. <laughs> That's why I'm freezing. I'm putting my coat on. It is getting a bit cold. Right. Is it because you need to retweet it so I no, can do I see it? Right, let, let's do a retweet of that one. Can't do so, yeah. you, you need setting up on this Twitter, I keep forgetting. Oh, there you go, I can see it now. Oh no, that's the lavender app that I can see. No, I didn't mean that one, I meant the the review of the grapefruit. That, that's also been retweeted now, so yeah. Good. There we go. So if you have your own review of uh, cold and flu remedies, then please tweet us at the squeak. So it's a grapefruit with a cherry in it? Apparently. See, yeah. I told you. I knew it existed. Maybe, maybe. It didn't... <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Get on the Twitter. There's a lot of things happening. <laughs> There's a lot of things happening on the Squeaks page. <sighs> oh, dear. Um, have, we <laughs> have we got any more music? We do. Uh... We've got a track from Romington, who are a rock and roll band from Sheffield. They've got a, quite a good following. Uh, played their last gig of the year last night at the Hallamshire House. And this one is called History of Violence. At the squeak. Give us a follow. It's, it's gold.
Rick Rock. Oi, get back to your poncy digital rock station. Move over, pal. My voice is lower than yours. Oh, is that right? Okay, the gloves are off. If you think you're hard enough, why not tune into Spirit of the Wapentake? Every Wednesday, 5 till 7. Strictly for the rockers. No whips need apply. Yeah, cracking show. And they love doing a jingle, uh, Spirit of the Wapentake. No, 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 I think we need to redo our, our adverts because we, 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 yeah, we can't match up to... Uh, I don't know if anyone plays ours. I, I heard it the other day before the Expos show on Thursday. Yeah, it was on then. Uh, is it? Yeah. Right. Because yeah, I've... It's not... Oh, it is. It's there. Yeah. It's right at the end where nobody looks. <laughs> <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> All right. Oh, well, Mark, well, Mark, should we... No point playing it in his own show, is there? Well, no, because we're, we're on. Yeah, we're doing it yeah. now. <laughs> Although, just to remind everyone, we're back at two o'clock next week as well. Yeah, well, we keep changing the bleeding time round. Yeah, well, we've only changed the start time once, and that's this week. And we've changed the end time once as well. Yeah. So, yeah, technically. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> um, the climate change deal has been sealed. Apparently. And it's the best chance to save the planet. Have you been following this? No. I have a little bit, but I think, um, as with anything like this, they could just make the arrangement, make the deal... And then not and then follow not it through. It. Yeah. You know, as soon as they think, oh, it's going to cost a bit of that, let's uh, buy some bombs instead. What's your... Uh, or other things. Oh, yeah. spend more on Christmas. Yeah. What's, yeah. Your, uh, what's your viewpoint on climate change? Do you, do you believe the, the science behind it? Yeah, I think there's a lot of people that deny it, that deny it's going on, but there's science is there to say it is, and you know, you just look around. There's obviously going to be some some kind of climate change going on. I think. Yeah, but you know, you can tell is like 25 years ago, we wouldn't be able to get to the studio to do this yeah. show because of the size of the snowdrifts, mm. and there's nothing to do. You're looking out the window now, it's just a bit of rain. We haven't well, had proper snow for, for years. Well, it's been forecast. I think it was forecast for Friday night. We didn't get any. Yeah, but like, we only well, tend to get like one or two days, don't you? And then it like it just tends to ice, and then everyone slips over, you know. And then that's it. Which is really funny to watch, by it the way. Very, yeah, fun, yeah. very funny. I, I loved the the time where it snows and it's actually snowing and then settling on the ground. I love that. But any time after that is a disaster. Yeah, where it's, it's like just black ice underneath the snow. After yeah, the oh. next day it's like, ooh, and, and and for weeks you just treading on ice like trying not to slip over and then yeah. it, then there's all that mushy stuff that goes on yeah well that's my concern because this year I'll be on the road when it snows last year I was just driving to one place and staying there all and day we all know your, your record with driving Luke <laughs> yeah exactly I crash on sunny days on dry roads so I don't, I don't need you know poor visibility and ice yeah thanks James <laughs> um, I'd remind you of that yeah thanks still got the scars um um, so yeah, the Paris Pact aims, aims to uh, curb global warming to less than two se- two s- centigrade degrees, yeah, degrees centigrade, degrees, yeah. three point six Fahrenheit by the end of the century. Two hundred de- two hundred countries took part in this this negotiation. So, but even even two degrees two degrees increase on the average heat, for example, or average temperature, that's that still causes fatalities. It's still a massive problem, mm. big problem. So, well, they're hoping. Um, It'll, it'll sort of come into being by 2020, so not not too far away. Well, I think Sheffield Live's leading the way on this one by having their air contacts are freezing. <laughs> not saying, you know, not mourning or anything, but I... Oh. I'm, yeah. Isn't there a way of turning that off? See, I, my fingers I, are blue. See, I'm, I'm not sat where you are, but 
Is 19 not room temperature? It, normally, yeah, but if, honestly, it's like freezing cold. Do you reckon that 19 is, is not related to the temperature? I think it's 19 below zero. <laughs> it's, it's minus 19. <laughs> Maybe it's 19 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Along with everything else. Uh, yeah, so global warming then. Um, not bothered about it. Uh, we, we should be. We should yeah. be, but most people don't pay much attention, do they? Yeah. The irony is that that air conditioning is making it cold, but contributing through using electricity and fossil fuels to the climate to change <laughs> <laughs> to make it cold. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's having to work harder because we're heating the room up. Potentially with the the hot comedy, the hot topics. Yeah, but people leave that window open as well. Yes, yeah. which is not helping the air conditioning do its job, is it? No, I think for anyone that's not been in the Sheffield Live studio, they should do. They should have tours. It's an experience, you know. Yeah. Come in and see. It's like, whew, it's freezing. It's a great place. It's yeah. all right, yeah. It's just a hub of the Sheffield community on radio. It's good. It and it's, good job. it has, whilst whilst there are, you know, issues with air conditioning uh, in some people's eyes, um, it, has, it, <laughs> <laughs> it has it has had a lot of uh, a lot of money put into it um since it got the television said it's got a studio yeah. now um it's had it's had a lot of things in, you know sorted out so it is uh, there's a lot going on down here it's good i, I, I have just noticed as well by the way just in case you weren't cold enough neil there's also a fan underneath <laughs> <laughs> underneath the air conditioning yeah. so you can cool yourself down even more which has seen better days, by the, way, by the way. Looking at that, on the flip side of being in here in the summer, and it's like it is boiling hot, yeah, it's like roasting. Oh. So, next topic. Um, what, what do you think? I, I know Neil's got views on this guy, um, the, the legend that is Kanye West. I, I, how how do you th- feel about Kanye West, Luke? Um, I, I, I'm guessing you are talking about the the little baby. Yes. He's just named his son Saint West. Saint West. After, after uh, his previous son was called Northwest as well. So was... I'd have called it Eastern. Yeah, Eastern East. West. <laughs> <laughs> or go. <laughs> um, well, it's ridiculous. And I was having. I, I'm. I'm. You know, I'm open-minded about a lot of things, but I think children's names should be traditional. Um, and Saint West is is not. Well, it's ridiculous, let's be honest. Yeah, but like, what was Zoe Bowie? You know, there's yeah, like... You he know, changed his name as well. He yeah, calls he himself... Did, yeah. What did he call himself now? Is it Dan or something normal? Yeah, he's a, he's a really famous filmmaker now. Mm, yeah. Uh, does adverts and stuff. But yeah, these celebrity children. Yeah. Did he not do Source Code? Or something similar? He did something very big uh, recently. I can't remember what it was. It was uh, a sci-fi one, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was, a, it was a belter as well, but I can't remember what it was, but... Um, is yeah. that good? We can't yeah, celebrity that. kids do tend to get a little bit of that, don't they? Yeah, you got Apple, which was uh, the Coldplay oh, child, wasn't it? Uh, Chris Martin and Gwyneth, and Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes, yeah. It's, it's a name. Who cares? Who cares, <laughs> Who cares what somebody calls it? Oh, I don't know. I think it's got to be traditional. It's like, you know, you Oh, no. <laughs> I feel quite passionate about it. I didn't realise until now. <laughs> what do you think? Eh... Uh, I, I like it, me, because I think it's it's uh, it's entertaining. You know, when when celebrities come up with like wacky names and stuff, I don't mind it. I think it's funny. But I, I just I'm just glad I'm not that kid. But then again, they'll be that loaded. They'll be a bit like Donald Trump. I've got that much money. I, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, you can you can live with a silly name, can't you? Just like Donald Trump. You can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was Moon that it, oh, it, 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 it did, did do Source yeah. Code and Moon. Yeah, moon, yeah, right. Moon. 
Yeah, that's David Bowie's lad. He, he did uh, some really high-profile uh, adverts as well before he did feature mm. films. Moon wasn't 2009, was it? Mm. I'd not say it was. Would you? Yeah. It's the one where he's been cloned, isn't yeah. it? If you haven't seen it, Spoiler don't bother. Alert. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you haven't seen it, forget it. All oh, right, yeah. So he's done. He's done a couple of couple of good sci-fi films. Very talented lad, yeah. Mm. But what do you think then, Neil, of Kanye West himself? I love him. All persona. And I love him. Everything. I love him. I tell you, when I were when I were uh, growing up throughout my younger years, I liked people like uh, Prince Nazim Hamed, the boxer. I liked people like Ian Wright, the striker for like, Arsenal. Yeah, I like Ian Wright. I like swagger. I like confidence. I like mm. uh, cockiness. I like outspokenness. So for me. Uh, Kanye is like, yeah, he's he's got the, it all. The biz, yeah, big time. He's got it all. But ev- everyone like they, they shout out and they really want somebody with massive personality to to come to the forefront, you know, like in music or something like that. Somebody does, and then they just get absolutely battered for it. Yeah, of course, exactly. So it's like if you look around these days, like it's, we've, it, everything's been kind of conditioned so that anyone that that shouts up or is out of the ordinary gets pushed down and yeah. slammed down immediately yeah. by everyone you know and I don't like it I think it, people should have personality you know? I have a theory about Kanye and I, I reckon that in 50 years time we'll look back on Kanye West the same the same way that we look back now on Elvis I don't think I know enough about him then he sounds like a bit of a character he is he's good yeah. he's good he's, he's, um, he's, a, he's a, just a bit of a legend already I think I'm getting him mixed up with 50 Cent 50 Cent's less of a, of a controversial character. I think Kanye is all about controversy. Yeah, he's, Kanye is like, he, he once Did said he was a second coming of Christ and stuff like that. Oh, so, okay. He's very wow. out there, very I've, outspoken. I think when you look on social media and you see people hating on Kanye, it's like, this spout, oh, I hate Kanye West and like, he shouldn't be this, he shouldn't be that. And so it's like, yeah, but you're talking about him. So it's like, it's 1 0 to him. Yeah. You know, every single time. Every single time, and he's another one threatening to run for president in the the next elections after the ones coming up now. After, after Can you imagine the, Boris yeah. Johnson and Donald Trump being like the the <laughs> leaders of America and England? You know, the, the president and the prime minister. Imagine that; it'd be so bizarre. Well, the special relationship between the two companies would, would be down the toilet, wouldn't it? <laughs> Could be an interesting one that one. Have we got one more bit of music before we close? We have one more bit of music, and it's a very special one as well. Tell me more. Yeah. On, on Thursday, there was a band supporting. Uh, who, they're uh, the one of um, one of many bands that have been called this in Sheffield, Seven Hills. They're, they're, they're uh, supporting, but I've not got a track of theirs. So what I've done is I've I've gone out into the archive and I pulled out a Seven Hills track from an old 2004 band of the same name, which just <laughs> which just happened to be uh, to include a certain guitarist called Carl Maloney. Really? Yeah. So uh, wow, was that? This one is called Me Then You. Excellent guitar work already. <laughs> This is the squeak on Chevy Lad 93.2 FM. It's long, it's where together. And it's long, it's there's a place in heaven. I'm gonna open and get you by the sea and
So that's the original Seven Hills from way back in, I'm sure that was 2004, and uh, I believe Carl's just put that available for download on like iTunes and stuff as well, so, so it's uh, worth going and checking out the OG Seven Hills. Carl Maloney, hello. Yeah, he's, he's tweeting us, he's obviously listening, so uh, that one, Carl, was for you. Marvellous. Right. Almost time to end the show. DJ Ski hopefully will be here at three. Who knows? Who knows? Three-ish. Do you remember <laughs> Ski Yogurts? Yes. Yeah. I don't, well, well, maybe DJ Ski eats them. <laughs> I don't think he's related because DJ Ski's got two eyes. It's DJ Ski E. What do you mean? It's he spells S-K-I-I. it. S K I I. That's cool, isn't it? Yeah. I bet that looks great on posters, isn't it? Yeah, it, yeah. it looks it's, good it's on the Sheffield Live website. I thought it was yeah. a typo, but I don't believe it is. I like that. But wouldn't it, wouldn't it be pronounced Sky? No, no. Not, um, not in my head. DJ Sky. DJ Ski. Well, he says he says it's DJ Ski, so that's what yeah. we say. Something yeah. minute and a day. It's a nice guy. It's, it's like uh, um, it's like James Rodriguez from the uh, Mexican national team. Glenn Hoddle insisted on calling him James. <laughs> yes, yeah. He's a great player, that James. He's a great player. <laughs> you mean you mean Hammers? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing through the week then, Neil? Tell us. Uh, so I'm I'm off to some gigs. I've got the Sherlock's next Saturday at the plug, and that's like 1,100 people bouncing about like nutters, which will be good. Where's that? Uh, plug next. Oh, the uh, plug. Like, like I just said, yeah. Um, next Saturday. <laughs> Sorry, I just. <laughs> when is it? Saturday. <laughs> So looking forward to that. And then in between... Um, who, who are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're looking at that, and that's why. And then I'll be... Well, first thing I'm going to do is go home and thaw out. Uh, and then I'll be... Uh, I'm working on some uh, some podcasting stuff and some uh, some radio shows and stuff. Mm. Like you do. But I'm preparing for my next big film project as well. Really? Yeah. Is it a secret? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's again led us down a conversational cul-de-sac. <laughs> and yeah, I seem to uh, attract them. Yeah, um, I've got a busy week, but it'll be, it'll be fun. It'll be all right. Cool. What about you, James? I, I'm just going to tag on to what Neil's doing, because it sounds sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah. Even though it's a secret. Even though it's <laughs> very secretive, yeah. Could tell us, but um, we'd have to be killed. <laughs> yeah. Or frozen to death, maybe. Well, yeah, I've barely survived today. I've just have tweeted you, a few photos. Have you enjoyed it, though? Have you had a good time? Yeah, it's been an experience, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, I've, I have. I've enjoyed it. It's been good. Has this been better than X-Rated on, on a Thursday afternoon? X-Rated is more relevant, I think. <laughs> um, Go not on. Dr. Alistair. He's on before X-Rated, just realised. Is it? Yeah. We, we don't ever see him in the studio, so he's never here. It must be a pre-recorded thing. Mm. Maybe he's on after. Unless he does it in the posh studio that's a bit warmer. <laughs> that studio's lovely it's, it's like nice. the best studio yeah, but you get cups of coffee in there and all sorts but we, yeah, yeah. we've not graduated to that studio yet no no I've been in it once but only once and DJ Ski is here it, oh it looks like it's raining as well oh we could get parked as well yeah. parking's terrible can, can you just clear council. something up for us DJ Ski do you uh, eat ski yogurts back on your wrist do you eat ski yogurts? <laughs> I do actually. Yes. See, 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 I told you. you. Ski R because they're full of broski. Ah, there <laughs> you go. <laughs> see, marvellous. Black cherry, the best. Right, we'll be oh, back. It's a music show. <laughs> it is. We just seem to talk a lot though. Yes. <laughs> right, we'll be back same time next week. See you later. Thanks for having us, Neil. Bye bye. See ya. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.